one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Kirby and I'm Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Every week we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome Glamgelinos. We Ooh. hope you stay a while. <laughs> cute. That's cute. Sarah, how was your first Mother's Day? So Zoe usually sleeps very well. She did not in the wee hours of Sunday morning. Great, great. To probably remind me that I am now a mother. You're a mother. A mother. And uh, then she spit up on me like first thing in the morning. But no, other than that, it's been <laughs> lovely. I can't believe that I'm like on the receiving end of celebrating Mother's Day this year. It's very special. So thank you for asking. Oh, it is very special. I love that you took Zoe on a little trip on Saturday and made her pay her respects to Ulta Beauty. Yep. Yes, I did. I uh, sent Kirby a photo of Zoe and her stroller parked underneath the Ulta sign and I said, pay your respects. Yeah, seriously. This is like going to church. Yeah. (laughs) And her face in the photo is all like curious, like furrowed brow, like what's happening here? It's like you will learn. Yeah. I didn't end up going inside the Ulta, but It was nice to just like walk by it and see the activity inside and like people holding the door open for each other and like being excited to shop for makeup and skincare. It was so cute. That's the crazy thing. So I guess LA is now yellow tier in terms of what's open and what you can do and what you can't do. So at the Grove, there used to be partitions in front of Nordstrom to like keep the traffic flow. And like to also limit the amount of people coming in. And those are just gone now. (laughs) Yeah, they're like free for all. Have fun. Yeah. And then when I went to, I was like, oh, I want to go to Zara because they have some cute like 70s inspired clothing. Sarah had texted me the picture. Oh, no, no. That was on Friday. When was that? Oh, you were texting me about Pepper Thai. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, let me just tell you, Pepper Thai is, I mean, we've met her before. She's like always at Chrissy's events supporting her. Pepper Thai is Chrissy's mom, Chrissy Teigen's mom, for anyone that doesn't know. Yes, and she just released her own cookbook, and she had a little meet and greet at the platform, and my sister is a big fan, and it's my sister's birthday soon, so we surprised her with a little meet and greet with Pepper, and Pepper was so sweet. Pepper was like, COVID what? And just like gave everyone hugs. (laughs) She was like kissing Zoe's arm, and she was just like the sweetest woman told my sister where she lived. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was the thing. I was in Zara and it was a true madhouse. Like I left Zara without anything because the line was so long to pay. And Sarah was like, we're basically loitering around here, like waiting for Chrissy and to see if she's going to show up. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And she's like, oh, yeah, Pepper announced. So one of Sarah's sisters, her name is 
the name of the street that John, Chrissy, and Pepper all live on. So you can bet your bottom dollar that I Googled immediately. I'm like, the street in LA and the first thing that pops up is their house. I knew it was their house before even reading the description because I know what the living room... We all know what the living room looks like. We all know what the kitchen looks like. Totally. There's literally a photo of a grand piano with like 800 Grammys next to it. I'm like, huh, I wonder whose house this could be. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you pointed out that they've moved out of that house. Yes. Like recently. But I just thought it was hilarious that Pepper was like, oh, that's that's so funny. That's the street we live on. <laughs> I mean, I have never Googled anything faster. Like the minute Sarah told me this, I was like searching. And of course, it's the first listing that comes up. And they're selling that house for a cool $17 million with a $900,000 price reduction. I mean, it's in complete insanity. Absolutely wild. I wonder who is going to end up buying that house. Well, because that used to be Rihanna's old house. So they moved in after Rihanna. I know this house is legendary. Legendary. No pun intended. We have to start making the cash so we can make Los Angeles headquarters. Oh my God. Yeah. We have a co-living situation. Beverly Hills Estates. It's like a TikTok house, but just a podcast house. (laughs) Like that hype house. I'm glad that you had a good Mother's Day with little baby Zoe. But I really need to know, Sarah, what's on your face? (laughs) What a good segue. It felt so natural. First of all, I need to tell you, I finally bought the Dawn Power Wash from your previous What's On Your Face. And? Life-changing. Totally. I posted on Instagram. I received so many messages from people who are like, this is like the best product I've ever used. And then even my nanny was like, this is going to change your life. <laughs> if Chelly approves, that means that this is legit. I feel like too, Kirby, that it's more sustainable because you don't have to use water. You know how ordinarily when you're using a dish soap, you have to add water to it so that it foams? I feel like because it foams when you spray, you are saving water. You know what? I think you're on to something. Dawn's changing the world. One power wash at a time. Did you try washing your makeup brushes with it yet? Yeah. And can I tell you, I did my makeup brushes and I did one of my favorite beauty sponges of all time that does not get enough credit. And I honestly need to reach out to Tarte to get more. Tarte makes Mm -hmm. an incredible makeup sponge. I know everybody says that beauty blender is the gold standard, but sometimes with beauty blenders, they get hard. Oh. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've just had them too long or whatever. But even like new beauty blenders, when I get them out, like they don't feel spongy. They feel hard. And then of course, when you wet them, they get super Mm -hmm. soft or whatever. But And also they bleed. I remember one time I was like, let me put it in the washer. And it like bled everywhere. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) It just ruined all my clothes. Whatever. I'm an idiot. That was me being stupid, y'all. Okay. So like, don't do that. But with this Tarte sponge, I use it all the time, every single day. For maybe like a little bit of concealer. Is it the purple one? Mine is blue. I think that they make a bunch of different like colors of it, but mine is blue. And I swear the material of this thing is just incredible. And I think it's like nine bucks. It's pretty affordable. So I used it on that and I was gagging at how excited I was. It was legit 99.9% clean. And if you own a beauty sponge and you use like foundation or whatever Mm -hmm. in it, 
you know that that's almost impossible. Usually there's like a stain somewhere. And then you're like, okay, that's clean enough. Yeah, I was shook it. And I also did one with a beauty blender that I had, this is embarrassing, since Halloween that had like special effects makeup on it. The black, When I remember when I did Beetlejuice? Yeah, yeah. This thing was pink, but it looked black. And then I used it on that. It cleaned it pretty well. I would say it was 85% clean, which is wow. impressive for special effects type makeup. So I need to try that out on my makeup brushes. But yes, um, do it. thank you for that recommendation. We're going to buy stock in Dawn. So today I want to talk about Chanel's new La Rouge Cocoa Bloom lipstick. Ooh, bougie. She's bougie. Yeah, a little bit bouge. I feel like I am not quite ready to transition back into like full-on lipstick. It was really nice to give my lips a break this past year. I feel like they haven't been as dry or flaky as they usually are because I just haven't been wearing a lot of lipstick. But, you know, now that we're allowed to not wear our masks outside, be with friends, and expose our lips, I'm like not quite ready to go full on, not that I was ever wearing like a matte lip or anything, but you know, full on pigmented lip. If you feel the same way, Chanel's new lipstick is totally gonna be your jam. It's a lipstick meets gloss meets balm. So it's very hydrating, but it's pigmented enough that it'll give you a beautiful color on your lips and then it has a nice shine to it. So if you are a fan of tinted lip balms, or if you're looking for a pigmented gloss that's not too sticky, or just like a lip that uh, looks really natural, this is going to be your go-to lip for spring and summer, probably. They come in 20 different shades. You know Chanel, like they don't do any like crazy colors. They're all like super wearable. A lot of, you know, reds and pinks and warm browns and the one that I personally love is shade 112 peaches and cream just kidding it's not peaches and cream it's just I was referring to 112 the group and the peaches and cream it's called opportunity and it's like the perfect quote-unquote nude for me it's like a medium brown I'm gonna put it on so you can see wow look at the professionalism Ooh, okay. The finish does look like a gloss. But it's not sticky and it's very, very hydrating like a balm. So it's hard to describe because it's a tinted lip balm, but it's more like a lipstick. So yeah, the applicator is definitely more like a lipstick bullet. Mm -hmm. It definitely looks like a very moisturizing lipstick when you look at the bullet itself. It doesn't hold its shape like a typical lipstick would. I'm looking at your lips. It looks like there's light being reflective. Is that because it, it's like wet or is it because there's like a shimmer or something in there? There's not a shimmer. It's just a sh like a sheen to it. There's no glitter. There's no shimmer, but it's not wet. Okay. It's just like hydrating and glossy. There's supposed to be plumping effects to it. I don't really notice that. Do you feel anything? Like, do you feel like a menthol? Mm -mm, no. Okay. It does have like the signature Chanel scent to it you know how their products have that scent of the fragrance so I, I know a lot of people aren't like huge fans of that but I don't mind it and yeah it's just it's glossy it gives really good coverage it's very hydrating doesn't feel heavy really comfortable on my lips and they come in just a bunch of really beautiful colors so yeah if you're looking for a nice transitional lipstick I highly suggest this it's $40 she's not cheap she's not but Chanel's never cheap no no. So 
Yeah, Kirby, you're going to have to get some of these. I feel like you would really love these. Love. Love to see it. Your pout looks so luscious. Kisses. Mwah. Wow, she just blew me a kiss. That was sexy. <laughs> okay, I love that what's on your face. Can't wait to get it on my face. Now we're going to move into some beauty news. All right, we've got a lot of beauty news. Let's start off with celeb beauty news. Every minute that passes, two celebrities have started a skincare line. Oh, yes, they have. <laughs> That's not a firm statistic, but... I feel like it's close. But no, this is actually a really great collaboration that Kirby and I are so excited about. It is the Prince and Urban Decay collection. So the full details will not be revealed until May 13th. And Kirby and I know, you know, what the whole collection entails, but we can't exactly share it because they'll come after us and we love Wendy and we don't want to make her upset. That's why it's called an exclusive, y'all. So the Prince Estate has collaborated with Urban Decay to release an exclusive cosmetics capsule campaign called Living Loud in Color, and it pays homage to the icon and his muse, Damaris Lewis, who is the face of the collection. A little hint about the collection, it drips purple, no surprise. Kirby, you had some really good names for some of the products that they did not make in this collection, but they should have. They should have consulted you. I'm here. Should any beauty brand want to uh, bring me on? But she's but she's serious. No, no, I'm dead serious. I posted this on our Instagram. Little red lip palette, adorable. Mm -hmm. Raspberry beret cheek stain. Oh, this is my personal favorite. When Dove's cry liner. <laughs> so would this be like a waterproof liner? Yes. Yeah, it would be like their 24/7 eyeliner pencils. But obviously, there would be like doves imprinted on it and like different shades. Okay, I would die for you, Universal Eyebrow Gel. Someone needs to make this, okay? And then I couldn't figure out, like, obviously there's going to be a palette. There's going to be like a 12-pan palette or something with purple everywhere. Here's the thing. So obviously Sarah and I are excited because we are Prince fans. Sarah literally dressed up as Prince for Halloween one year. Like, this is why we are friends. Yep. So, and I love Prince deeply. But I know that there is concern regarding the estate and if Prince would have wanted his image to be used in this way. And the real talk here is like, we don't know because he's not here, right? I can only go based on what I know about Wendy's Omner, who is truly a woman of integrity. I feel like based on what Amy Simeon is writing your exclusive, right? Yes, yes. So you'll have to come to Refinery on the 13th for the exclusive. She interviews Wendy and she has all the details about the collection and then also about the relationship between Prince Estate and Urban Decay. Yeah, and they'll talk about this and like, you know, Prince didn't leave a will. So I know some people think like they're just trying to get a cash grab. I know some people felt this way about the Selena and Matt collection um, as well. It's always a really touchy thing when like the person is not around to like actually give their blessing. Mm -hmm. But I personally, I mean, I don't know. I feel like maybe I can't say this just because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Prince, right? I'm not going to be like, it's okay to buy this, but... I think especially when it comes to Prince's fans, I remember where I was when I heard the news and I was absolutely devastated. And it was like, wait, we don't have more time with him. This sucks. 
So I feel like this is like a really special thing for his fans, especially. And I hope that everybody will go read the interview with Wendy. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Kirby. Um, Yeah, I remember where I was too. Matt and I were on our honeymoon, actually. We were in Bali and I woke up to the news and I was like, holy crap, really, really sad. I agree with you, Kirby. Urban Decay has always been a brand that celebrates creative expression and, you know, originality and beauty beyond the standard definition that we know. So like, I feel like it just really makes sense. But I can't wait for y'all to see the collection. If you have thoughts, go to our Instagram and comment on the grid and let us know. Yes. A couple more celebrity beauty news updates. Lori Harvey, Steve Harvey's daughter, and Michael B. Jordan's girlfriend. (laughs) Whatever. No, she's so beautiful and everyone loves her, so... It's it's fine. Um, she was recently in one of Vogue's Beauty Secrets videos, and she revealed that she is starting her own skincare line and that she's been testing it on her boo, Michael B. Jordan, for the last several months. He has been her quote-unquote live test model. I'm sure he has. So yeah, if you're a Lori Harvey fan, um, look out for that. There's no details on when it's going to come out. She's just like so stunning. I would honestly put whatever she told me to put on my face. I feel like this is a play for her. Like she wants to be a beauty mogul. I don't think that this is a, oh, I'm a celebrity. I'm going to put my name on something and like see how it goes. I think she's like, let's strategize here. I want to be a businesswoman. I want to have this for the long haul. Let's do this. I mean, she has Steve Harvey. Her Steve Harvey's her dad. Like this man has longevities. The work ethic has got to be incredible. Yeah, and also, like, the backing. Like, have you seen the house? I'm pretty sure, I'm sure it's Steve Harvey's house. I mean, Steve Harvey, he's literally done it all. I would be really interested to, like, see their dynamic between Steve and Lori. And Michael. And Michael. That's, like, a dream dad-in-law, though. He seems, like, so fun. He's, like, smoking cigars and wearing straw hats and being (laughs) crazy. Okay, and then, uh, lastly, Little Yachty. Little Yachty! Yeah, his new paint line, which I did not see this coming. I'm sure no one saw this coming, but I love it so much. Um, He posted on his Instagram. He wrote, I'd like to introduce my new nail paint line, Crete Co. First color drop May 21st. All genders for you, not them. I love that. So it's called Crete. We don't really know... Uh, any details other than that it's coming I mean he's known for painting his nails having fun nail art on his nails I also want to talk about the packaging Kirby have you seen what it looks like it's yeah beautiful they did a really good job it's very impressive it's like black minimalist I'm sure that there will be like a black white silver those you know shades so stay tuned for details but I just love that all these like Rappers, you would think, are very masculine and, you know, would never wear makeup or paint their nails. But, like, the rappers of today are, like, throwing those stereotypes out the window. There have been many men in the music industry who have been wearing makeup, you know, long before. But the painting of the nails, wearing eyeliner, you know, wearing cute little accessories in their hair. I just love it. I'm looking at the packaging, which I do think is awesome. I'm wondering, so the component, it's like slender. Mm -hmm. The picture that they have on Crete's Instagram 
they're holding it kind of like a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And there's a bottom that looks like there's a twist cap. And then there's a pump at the top, like a thing that you would push in. So when they say nail paint, is it really going to be like a painter's type brush, like pen, where you twist it off and then you pump the paint out and you paint it. It's not like a brush that you're dipping in. When you look at this component, there's no mechanism for it to dip, it looks like. You're so right. Which I think is brilliant. And this could be super innovative for sure. And it's ergonomically made Mm -hmm. to be able to like paint your own nails, which I think is smart. For dudes who don't know, you know, how to paint their nails, it'd be easy for them to just use this little component, like you said. The shade that they keep showing off is this matte black. Sign me the F up. Although I'm curious how they're going to differentiate the different colors because there's no window to see what's inside. I wonder too if the tip is small so that you can like draw or create nail art. Ooh, yeah. I mean, TBD. Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty has the best teeth. Have you seen his teeth? No, I don't think I've paid attention to his teeth. Go check out his teeth. It's like teeth porn. Love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. Beautiful smile. Beautiful man, beautiful smile. We've got some Instagram drama to cover. I feel like y'all like these Instagram drama segments so you can know like what's going on on the gram. So I'm going to happily oblige. People always ask me about Instagram drama and then I'm like, okay, have you seen Kirby's 12 story explanation diatribe because I'm not about to try to explain it to you or I'm like we talked about it on last week's episode you should listen to it so yes people care people care okay so here for the tea is one of my favorite accounts to follow on Instagram and Twitter Sam is very much like a watchdog of the industry especially the YouTube industry and she will post everything from like beauty people to like regular YouTubers doing crazy stuff If there's drama around it, she'll tend to post about it on her feed and ask for feedback. Yesterday I saw, or maybe a couple days ago, I saw a post and it was about Beauty Blender. So Beauty Blender uploaded this reel of their concealer, their bounce concealer, and they're clearly at a Sephora. I'm guessing the social media manager like went to a Sephora and like took this video, but the Sephora cast member takes the concealer puts it on an applicator, one of the disposable ones, and she puts it on the woman's hand, rubs it in, and it like truly disappears. It starts off one color and then it disappears. Yeah, it looks very seamless into the skin. Yes. And so what Sam had said is apparently Beauty Blender swears there's no blurring filter placed on their genuine quote Sephora customer review, but a lot of commenters say otherwise. Some of the commenters are referring to the concealer as magic And Beauty Blender appears to be clapping along with that theory. So all the comments are like, it is very clear that there's a filter on this video because her hand goes from like sharp to smooth, essentially. So Sam posted a second video of a close up of it. And I took a look and I actually have a very different perspective. A lot of people think that this is an edited video and I think honestly, this is just the iPhone catching focus where it needs to be. So in the video, the cast member, when she at first gets the product out of the component, her hand is covering up the client's hand. But then when she moves it, that's when people start to think editing happened. 
because like there's this blurring effect. I've had this happen to me so many times. When the iPhone switches focus, obviously it will focus in and sharpen in on what it's supposed to be looking at and then we'll blur the rest. It's like a really great effect of shooting on your iPhone. If there was editing or a filter on this that was used within Instagram, like the Paris filter, it would have edited the entire slide. I commented this on here for the tea. And then I had people trying to explain to me that there is software that will edit certain parts. And I'm like, they did not do this. A. B, you do not know how much it actually costs people to buy that software and edit the smallest thing. For like a TikTok video. Yeah, it's a reel. It's a 15 second reel. And it is truly a benefit of using the iPhone. It is the camera focusing on one area. There's a video that Tatcha posted recently of a girl trying their silk the powder. powder. Mm-hmm. And she did one side of her face. And she's like, it gives me this beautiful blurring effect. And when she moves her face... There is this thing that happens where the light shifts and it makes it look like there's a filter on her face, but it's really the focus and the light shifting. And I'm like, y'all need to keep the same energy with all of these other brands then. I think the reason why this became such a huge ordeal, though, is because people love to hate on Beauty Blender Social for a good reason. Well, yes, A, because Beauty Blender is a mess on social at any given point. And I can't decide if that is because they do it intentionally to like get engagement. But there's always some drama with Beauty Blender. But I think that Beauty Blender responding in the way they did to some of these people is actually what made this gain traction. Can I read to you some of the comments that were made? Please. Oh, and here's the other thing. The client that the product was being applied to she already had the bounce foundation on so her hand already was like okay see that's what i was gonna say it's like how do you even see any sort of change other than that they blended the concealer into the skin and it's you can no longer see the concealer because her skin was already pretty smooth totally so i think this is really a testament to the foundation and i i love the bounce foundation and i love the bounce concealer i think they're both great do i think they're both magic no i would never say any product is magic except for dawn power wash (laughs) but so someone commented she already had something on her hand and then beauty blender said yes she had bounce foundation swatched on her hand before we wanted to show the blendability of the concealer and the perfect color match in this vid okay fine enough response but then it gets a little weird someone's like oh my god what a cheap and deceiving advertising if you need this kind of dishonest quote-unquote review i don't even trust the company nor the product Beauty Blender responded, whoa, there was 100% not a filter used on this video. And that is 100% a quote pulled from a Sephora.com review. But we can see why the magic could look too good to be true. Yeah, they're having a little bit too much fun there. I'm not saying, you know, it's still makeup, it's still beauty, and you should be able to have fun with it. And these are not, you know, serious accusations. Just don't respond. Don't respond or just an appropriate or s- release a statement to respond like, you know, to everyone overall, but not like like the other comment. Swear to share. Swear to share. What the fuck is that? Nobody uses that. What are you talking about? This girl goes, that is not an honest review. You guys are using a filter. Come on, guys. You're better than that. And then they Beauty Blender says, swear to share. No filter, girl. The best part about BB formulas is that we never, ever have to add a filter or edit even cut videos to finish the makeup off camera no can you read that this is like hello my fellow children it says 
low-key hashtag blessed AF to create social content with products that actually work, W-E-R-K. P.S. The quote came directly from a five-star review on Sephora. Yes, this is like my mother is a social media manager at Beauty Blender and was tasked to respond to every comment and then was like, okay, how do I respond to these young people? Anybody listening, watching The Circle on Netflix, that reality show where they're all in these bubbles, essentially, and they're trying to win money. They all have different identities or they can be themselves. There is a guy from Texas who's like a ghostwriter. He's like in his early 60s, a lovely, lovely man. But he's like catfishing as a young 21-year-old dude. And he had to learn different hashtags. And so throughout the whole entire show, he's misusing hashtags and like saying things that make no sense. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? What is this? That's what that's the vibe I'm getting here. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Your products are great. Yes. You don't need to do this. No, we don't. We really don't. Make a comment as your account. It'll show up as one of the top comments. Just, hey, guys, I know that this, you know, seems like it could be edited. We promise you it's not. We're just truly as shook as you guys or whatever you want to say. Right. But anyways, that's what's going on with Beauty Blender. And when I commented what I thought actually was happening, Jackie Ina also responded to me and said, That's exactly what I thought too. And this woman creates endless amounts of product content for us for a living. So I think that we can lay this to rest. I've said my piece, Your Honor. Thank you, Kirby. You're welcome. So that's Instagram drama. And lastly, we're going to wrap things up with industry news. So I think this is a really interesting topic. And I'm curious of your thoughts on this because I love this website It's like global cosmetic packaging. They always just have really interesting industry news. So if you're really curious about like beauty trends, industry stuff, packaging, all that good stuff, like go to their website. I get their newsletter every day. And the top post on the site this week was Beersdorf refutes reports that blue light causes skin damage. Beersdorf is a brand. We even mentioned them in our beauty conglomerate episode or like who owns who. Maybe we did. But Beersdorf, they mostly own skincare. So Nivea, Eucerin, La Prairie, Copper Tone, those are all Beersdorf brands. Some amazing brands that we love. Yeah. And at the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology, this happens in Paris. It's like a big skincare symposium with dermatologists and all that good stuff. Beersdorf came out and they have this studied report that basically says that discussions of artificial blue light, they distract from the issues surrounding natural blue light. So everybody now is talking about how there's like these blue light filters in your sunscreen to protect your skin. And the representative for Beersdorf said that in one week, uninterrupted sitting 30 centimeters in front of a monitor is equal to just one minute outside on a sunny summer day in Hamburg. We're thinking we're getting all this damage every single day, but really it would take a full week of us sitting in front of our computers, our TVs, our phones, or whatever to accrue like one minute of damage from the sun, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, that's crazy that they were able to calculate that. Yeah. But the other part of this too is like one of the first pieces that I wrote for Allure, I remember I mentioned blue light and Kara McGrath, our editor, was like, can we double check this? Because there are reports. There's not a ton of studies about it. And basically that's what Beersdorf is saying is like there's a lot of fear mongering happening in terms of like 
screen usage during coronavirus. We're all, we've all been inside and at our homes, on Zoom, all that stuff. And they said it's scientifically untenable and that the effect on the skin is negligible, which means concerns about negative impacts on the skin are unfounded. All that to be said, they don't want artificial blue light to minimize natural blue light, which can be damaging. But didn't Dr. Loretta talk to us about this? Yes. So Dr. Loretta was one of the first brands to really focus on blue light protection. But not just blue light from screen. Yes. She talks about blue light in general. She also, I believe, mentions HEV effects. And in this particular article, they do mention that. It says, in a separate Beersdorf study, it showed that high energy visible HEV light generates oxidative stress, thus accelerating skin aging and increasing hyperpigmentation. The same study also verified the protective effect of antioxidant ingredients such as lycocalcone A, which I'm pretty sure is maybe a derivative or related to the lipochrome that Dr. Loretta has in her products. Everything that Dr. Loretta is saying is checking out here based on their studies. But I think what Beersdorf is trying to say is there's a lot of fear mongering around, around like blue light and that, that that because we've been inside that we're getting all of this damage and it's like really negligible. But at the same time, I have to wonder like Beersdorf is a huge conglomerate. So are they going to launch something that's coming out that this type of study supports? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've always been a little sus about all of the products that claim to protect us from blue light, even like the glasses, just because I feel like no matter what, if you're staring at a screen, it's going to cause eye strain. The light, no matter what color it is, is going to cause you to not fall asleep as quickly if you're scrolling through your phone at night, whether or not you're on your like night uh, switch, like the more, you know, warm yellow color. To me, I'm just like, I'm wearing sunscreen and that's that. Like that's protecting me. When I'm looking for sunscreen, I'm not looking for something that like specifically protects from blue light, but I am looking for things like antioxidants, Mm -hmm. you know, and like certain filters within the sunscreen to protect my skin from the UV rays. So... I agree with you. I think um, I think you even mentioned this recently when you were reviewing a sunscreen. I can't remember what it was, but you were like, it has blue light protection if you care about that. That's kind of my general sentiment too. Yeah. Like if you care, it's like clean beauty. It's made without parabens if you care about that. Do I think we all spend probably too much time in front of a screen and our phones? Yes. <laughs> but I don't think that it's like damaging my skin in the same way as if you know I'm sitting by this window you know and like the natural light is going to be damaging my skin more than me just staring into my computer screen for 10 hours a day cosine and I think my final thought on this particular story is that there are not a ton of studies on the effects of blue light right right we haven't been you know exposed to this much artificial blue light and like all of the century. I think a lot of times, like especially now since skincare is becoming so much more popular and everybody wants to know everything, I'll often get asked about published studies and like research and things like that. I don't think people understand how hard it is to get a peer review study done. It takes so much time. And from interviewing dermatologists and plastic surgeons and all that, anecdotal evidence is really powerful as well. It's like 
I don't want to minimize somebody thinking like if you're taking biotin and it's breaking you out along your jawline and then you stop taking it and it goes away, there's actually no studies really published on the effects of biotin on the skin and like breakouts and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean like your experience is not real. Right. And if that worked for you, that worked for you and you should stop using it. And dermatologists have told me, yes, this is actually something I see a lot of. But again, it's anecdotal. There's not a bunch of published studies on it. So I just wanted to put that out there. Like your lived experience is like a real thing. If people think blue light is potentially making their skin more susceptible to hyperpigmentation or whatever, and you can like find a correlation, that's totally fine. But like just because a brand tells you that doesn't mean you need to believe it. Yes. And I also would have to ask that person if they're wearing regular sunscreen. Totally. Every day. The amount of products, if you Google blue light protection skincare, there's full on masks that you can wear to protect you while you're, you know, working on your computer. We can be smarter and better about this. Bottom line is we should all be wearing sunscreen (laughs) to protect our skin. Yeah. Wear your effing sunscreen and wear it well. Okay. This last one is So huge, so major. Get it, girl. Get it. Really one of the pioneers in like celebrity beauty, celebrity home products. Yes, clean beauty, all of that stuff. Jessica Alba, her company, The Honest Company, went public last Wednesday. And the company as a whole was valued as $1.4 billion for the initial public offering. Jessica owns 5.6 million shares of The Honest Company. So she basically just made $130 million from that. And I mean, like, this is a long time coming. She started this brand, I think, in like 2012. So it's been almost 10 years And now they're finally just going public. A lot of brands don't even have the opportunity to go public. This is such a huge deal. It's incredible. Say what you will about Jessica Alba or whatever your thoughts are on her. She is so genius for coming up with this company, one. But two, she like really is putting in the work. Kirby knows we get pitched Honest Company all the time, Honest Beauty all the time. And there's always opportunities to interview her. Jessica Alba is always in there in the labs working with the formulators. She's in the office in, you know, wherever Culver City, Century City, wherever Honest Company HQ is. She's very, very much a part of what the company is doing day in and day out. And I think even when they came under fire for their sunscreen or whatever, she could have just walked away, hired a new CEO, let other people handle it. But she truly and honestly cares about this company. And kudos to her because like you said, Kirby, like she's she did the damn thing and she's worked so hard over the last decade. Go enjoy yourself, Jessica Alba. What do you do after you make $130 million? Great question, Sarah. As a part of this... She gets a $2 million bonus and she signed a new employment contract, which according to the Hollywood Reporter says that since she's the founder and chief creative officer, she's also a significant stakeholder in the company. And on April 26th, she signed a new employment agreement with the company, which will include a $700,000 base salary beginning in 2022 and an annual cash bonus worth up to $500,000 and annual restricted stock units valued at $1.5 million, rising to $3 million in 2024. And then 
the the next line is the hefty annual payout is due in part to the fact that the honest company is so closely tied to alba yeah obviously duh i I think she's deserving of all of this frankly i would not bat an eyelash at at her receiving any of this you know what i mean so kudos to jessica alba this is such a huge deal does she still need to be filming that show with gabrielle union the bad boys um LA's finest. Someone told me about that and they said that they just skirt around the fact that it's a bad boys, you know, spinoff, but they really need to lean into it and they don't. And I feel like there's some intellectual property issue going on. Probably, probably. She'll always be honey to me, so. Every time I've met Jessica Alba, she's been a true delight. She just acts like a normal person and that's all you can really ask for when you have to interview a celebrity. You're like, thank God. Totally, 100%. I absolutely agree with you. She's like the type of person that's like, hi, I'm, my, my name is Jessica. You're like, yeah, no, sh- no shit, your name is Jessica. When, she, when they opened a little pop-up at uh, the Grove where Elisteva is now, I remember I walked in and she was just like casually milling about. And I definitely think she introduced herself as Jessica. Yeah. And when I was talking to like people at the brand and other people, like other editors around, like she just came right up and was like, what are we talking about? And like wanted to be involved in the conversation. Usually people are like, hide me in the back. I don't want to speak to anybody. There's a row of security guards separating me from the, the people. I would have nothing to relate to you about, so, like, why would I speak to you? That's generally the vibe I get from most celebrities. I love her. I used to have, like, a picture of her from Honey as my, like, Fitzbo when I was in high school. Oh, my God. I mean, hello. She's 40 years old and still looks that good. Yeah, I know. The, like, little, like, TikTok dances she does with her daughters. So yeah. cute. Congratulations. We We love Honest Company. I'm a big fan of all the Honest Baby products now. We're an honest company household. All right, everyone. That was our beauty news episode for the week. We have a really awesome episode coming up this Friday about microneedling. So if you are curious about that treatment, be sure to tune in to Friday's episode. And as always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Los Angeles Pod. Join us on Facebook. Search our Facebook group, the Los Angeles Glamgelinos. And you can find every single one of our episodes on LosAngelesPod.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you on Friday. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.